Welcome to the Naked Podcaster. Get ready to hear the story of someone strong enough to bear it all. The Naked Podcaster is a representation of freeing yourself, giving you permission to be real in all your quirkiness, baggage, struggles to success, and tragedy to triumph. I'm so excited you're joining the journey. Your past doesn't define you, but it does lead you on a path to today. Let's get naked. Hello, welcome to the Naked Podcaster. Today I have Glenda Ray Riviere. How are you, Glenda? I'm well, thank you. Thank I'm really, I'm really happy to have you on. Your website is beautiful. Thank you. The website, everything will be in the show notes, but it's Reiki and Beyond GlendaRay.com. Tell me all about what you do right now. I um I, I sort of I, I don't particularly like labels, but to, to give it a name so that people have some sort of sense of what I offer is that I'm an, uh, an energy healer intuitive. Um, so I'm very, very, very connected to, um, you know, I meet someone for the first time and have a conversation with them about what's going on in their life. And right away, I start receiving information to assist them in their transformation and empowerment. And I don't know where it comes from. It's just like a a channel. I'm like a a channel that can connect with anything, whether it's a person living, a person passed over, a tree, a crystal, an animal. The connection is no time, no no place. It, it, It can be distant. They could be like through a video or in my living room. It makes no difference. That connection is beyond time or space. And so I offer these, what I call multidimensional, because they're absolutely multidimensional. I, I guide the individual or the group on a multidimensional journey. So I take them past this earth plane to higher realms of existence where they're not in their mind and they're in their heart space and where it's very easy to transform, manifest, and empower your life from that higher level of consciousness. And, you know, the journey is so organic. I do not know what I'm going to say. It just comes through me and you know people will say how did you know that where did that come from I I really don't know it's I'm a channel and it was actually my my dog who's now one of my spirit guides who 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 came back if you can believe this in a horse of the same name So a week after she passed, she said, Mommy, go to the forest. There's a message for you. Go now. I get in my car. I go get out of the car. There's a horse walking down the road on the side of the road. A man's on the horse. She says, Mommy, ask the name of the horse. May I ask the name of your horse? Yes, her name is Shawnee, the name of my dog. And I say, Shawnee, what would you like to tell me? And she says, Mommy. The way you connected with me on the earth plane and now beyond in spirit is the same way you connect to anything, a tree, a flower, a person, an animal, a group of people. She says, explore that. That's your gift. And so 
<laughs> and so <laughs> the rest is history because I explored that and, and then I was shown, oh my God. Yeah. I love on your website, you say it, um, you help facilitate in different ways the journey back home to the heart. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic because that can be something so completely different for everyone. And then I asked you, I asked you when we were first starting, if you had guided meditation, cause you do transformative meditation. You also have a YouTube channel where, because I love guided meditation. So I was asking for my own personal use, but you do have that out there on, on YouTube. Yes. And tell me, how do people find you and what's the biggest surprise that people have when they connect with you? I know you have a, a, a way of doing it. You start with a phone call. Is it pretty much the same process with everyone? Yes. Um, so I like to meet the person um, either on over the phone or through a Zoom meeting initially just to get a sense of you know, where they're at energetically, what's going on in their life. And then, you know, that can just be a 10 minute conversation. I don't need to know all the details. It's just a sense of what's going on. And then once I make that connection, all everything, the information starts coming to me. So it might look like, okay, so you're in this, in this particular, uh, for this particular person or client or group, this is going to be a meditation journey where I'm going to guide them to higher realms of existence and work with the sun and the stars and the earth and the angels and the ascended masters. All of that energy comes into the space and it just, like I say, it's organic. I don't know what I'm going to say in the moment. It just happens and it assists in releasing the energy that's not serving them and I activate templates and assist them in reconnecting with their heart and really helping them to, you know, connect with the, the, their heart wisdom because everything is inside our hearts. Our heart is like a intuitive guidance system and it's not, it doesn't judge. It doesn't rationalize or justify or try to make sense of it just knows this has its own intelligence. And so I help them connect with their heart to, to empower them to receive the information themselves. So it's, 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 you know, not only do I assist in their transformation and empowerment, I, I empower them to, to really uh, begin to tap into their own, the wisdom that resides within them and, and to call forth lessons. So through what I call self-realization so that we're not manifesting the energy in the body as physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual disharmony. I teach people how to integrate in the moment on the fly to integrate a lesson in the moment like in the moment, so the energy doesn't get trapped in the body and manifest as, as disharmony, whether that disharmony is physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, or any form. Um, so it's an organic journey that this literally unfolds. And, you know, 
it even unfolds the minute after I meet them and connect with them the first time, it continues to unfold. So let's say their session is five days from now. I will receive information to assist them in those five days leading right up to their session. And it's, so sometimes I'll be walking around my house the morning of their session and I get the message, okay, the drum's coming in, the crystal bowls are coming in. You're bringing in these crystals, you're bringing in these star energy. It just, it all happens. It just, it's, and that's why I love it so much because we cannot plan we cannot plan for that. If I were to plan for that, I'd be in my mind and I'd be missing all the information that's looking to come through me to share with them. Was it hard for you to stay out of your mind? Because I think that that's probably a struggle for most people. Or was that pretty intuitive for you? Um, you know, I, I know right away when I'm in my mind. So, yes, yeah, sometimes I am in that space. But I am aware that I am. And so it's very easy for me to journey into my heart. Because as soon as I start, if I find myself beginning to justify, to rationalize, judge, or try to make sense of or anything like that, I know I'm in my mind. So... I have learned tools in how to reconnect to my heart space. I've done energy work with someone, and my surprise was I, I completely understood that past emotional issues can show manifest themselves physically. It's just like if you have to go, if, you're, if you don't like public speaking and you get sick to your stomach or you throw up before you, you know, it's just your body physically manifesting something that you feel emotionally. And so when you think about past traumas and holding on to them, and I have to say every single time I've ever had a session with her, I am absolutely astounded at what she knows and where the direction that it goes. There's like no, (laughs) you have no control over the direction it goes or the, the way that you get through the layers. Do you, do you find most people feel that way? Um, I'm not quite sure what you're asking me. Can you rephrase or? Absolutely. So when I've done energy work, if I was, when I have met with my energy worker, I'm always surprised at what comes up. Okay. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Because what you are ready to release and transform, well, well, that is what will happen. That's what will be released is that what you're ready to let go of and so it's not me directing it it just happens because the high vibration will the energy will go where it needs to go and that will assist in the the healing so it uh you know that's the organic nature of it it's really interesting. It's very fascinating. And I'm always, at first I was like, wow, I didn't expect that. And after, after yeah. a couple of times, I was like, wow, I can't wait to see what happens this time. You know, it just, yes, it's very exciting because you're right. She's, she says the same thing. I'm just here to facilitate your journey. Yes. You're doing the work and she's just kind of guiding it to happen. So the things that come up, I'm like, oh, well, that was all me, but I did not expect it. <laughs> so it's always very unexpected. And that's kind of part of the beauty of it. Yes. You also work with animals. Yes. And that's got to be really pure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 
you know, when people ask me who who is my sort of ideal client, I tell you, animals just touch my heart in ways I have no words to express. And um, so I, I literally talk to the animal. The animal has a conversation with me and will give me information about the family members and, you know, the caregivers. And um, so through that connection, I have so much information available to me to, um, not that I need to know that, but it's just that it gives you a sense of what's going on. And so with that sense of what's going on, I do the same thing. I take the animal, get permission from the animal and the family members and guide the whole group, the whole family on the journey. And uh, in releasing it from the pet, because animals are so compassionate that they hold on to energy, not serving to the loved ones. So releasing, from, releasing it from the pet releases it from all the family members. So they all benefit. It's, it's just, it's so incredible. That's amazing. Tell, tell me about your, you have two books, one just released. So the first one that I know of, am I correct? There are two books? Uh, so there is one book, Transformative Meditation, is, is the first book that, that birthed itself. Um, and that, in that book, I, um, I share my, um, you know, my, my soul's journey, my, my life, and how I healed and transformed and empowered my, powered my life through transformative meditation. And so I share aspects of my life, what I healed and transformed through these journeys, and then I guide the reader and readers on these multidimensional journeys in the book. So they are... Um, they they're healing while they read the book because they're able whatever they're they're ready to release is assisted through these journeys so it's like they're having experiencing these journeys physically with me on another level through the book and then i teach them empowering tools in how to um integrate through self-realization and how to harmonize energy in any relationship, whether that's a friend, a colleague, a significant other, a pet. So I, yeah. So that was the first book. And then um, the sacred story gifts within a sacred wound was written and recently published in, um, in, uh, Chaos to Clarity. And then I have also written articles recently published in bizcatalyst360.com. On, um, uh, one is about um, gleaning wisdom from our deep inner truths. And the most recent one I shared was in healing the relationship to myself reflected in all of my relationships because healing everything is a relationship to oneself. So yes. 
So yes, so that's well. Congratulations! Being mm-hmm. a published author is pretty great. So I think it's phenomenal. And chaos of clarity that you mentioned is just came out a couple days ago as we are recording yes. this. Yes. Yeah, um, in November, and so I think it's phenomenal. Yes, it's 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 so you know it's so exciting and to share, you know, to, to share this healing light and wisdom and gifts and messages and gleaned from our journeys, because that's when we share that wisdom that has been gleaned from our journey, from our experiences, it's such a gift because it's healing for all. It's healing for the person sharing it and it's healing for those who receive it because on some level they connect with it and, you know, it can change their life. Oh, I agree. I think it's phenomenal. You started out as a teacher. What did you teach? Oh, yes. So I feel like I've been a teacher in many, many, many lifetimes. Um, children, I have this very, very natural connection with. I, I don't even have to try to connect with them. It just happens so naturally because I feel like I very easily connect with my inner child. And um, so, yeah, I have taught, taught in the public school system for 33 years and um, I'm actually returning <laughs> because it's like the universe says to me, like I recently retired this summer and all summer I just, I'm to keep getting the messages that you, you are being called to reconnect with them. And so I am now going back next week to teach on call. So I'll be called in to, to fill in for teachers that are away because I feel like there's so much that I bring forth to assist in their journey, um, you know, and they bring so much forth to assist in mine. It's, it's um, I, I, I like to teach them and share with them um, my, you know, my own experiences and they love to hear them. And then I like to teach some harmony tools and how to, you know, if something happens on the playground, and you come back into the class and you feel upset about something that happened. I, I, I use that real life experience to teach them how to harmonize that energy. And they love it. And it's like, wow, I get to share this with the people of our future. So it's, it's so beautiful. I love that. Let's go back in time. We've had such a, it's been such a fun conversation. I could keep going with this, but I want to go back in time and talk about your struggle and, and how you got through that. I'm, I'm guessing that I have a couple ideas how you, (laughs) (laughs) but tell tell me about your struggle. Wow. So, you know, as a child, as a child, I had an experience of um, not being seen or heard, acknowledged. It's like I felt like that I did not exist, really. And um, I hid behind a curtain and never said boo, never said anything. Kept everything inside for fear of what might happen 
if I were to share what was inside of me, share my thoughts, share my feelings, share my emotions, anything and everything. As I witnessed, you know, how my brothers and sisters were treated when they did. And so, and so I, I did not. And so you can imagine growing up as a young adult, teenager, child, young adult, what, what, what that energy, that unexpressed, all of those unexpressed thoughts, feelings, and emotions, not knowing as a young child that, you know, not knowing how to integrate lessons back as a child, did not know that, had to go, quote unquote, go somewhere. They had to go somewhere and express themselves. So the soul chose the physical body, the liver, and um, as a young adult, the seed of anger, I call it the seed of anger, uh, expressed itself there, and um, I had an experience of nearly passing over. Go back for uh, that's that's pretty big. I want to definitely talk about that. But go back when your siblings said something about how they felt. Yeah. What was the response? When my siblings responded to what they were feeling and expressed that. Is that what you mean? Yes, yes. What did I witness? What what happened? Yes. Oh, they were um they were punished in many many different ways. And as a kid you don't want to get punished. No. I mean physical physical punishment. Like, right. Okay. So, yeah. So so I wasn't going to go down that path. So, so you were keeping it all in. That was part yeah. of self-preservation. But in building that seed of anger that just was, I mean, that, that does not go away. I, I think pretty much anybody can relate to, to that. So now how old were you and what happened? So um, around the age of 35, that's when I was, found myself in the hospital. And, you know, the doctor said to me that we'll do, our, we'll do our best. And so it was that journey that I, in that journey of that experience, I commanded to be shown another way to heal, to transform. Commanded, literally commanded with all of my power to the universe a command to be shown another way to heal, to transform, to empower my life. 30, I, 35 is not, I mean, it's, there's nothing old about 35, but that's a long time to go from a little kid. Yep. So in that time, I mean, you'd gone through school, you became a teacher. What other things had happened in that amount of time from, and you didn't have a good relationship with your mom. No. So you went from not being seen and heard and not wanting to try because you saw the result of that and kind of take me through getting through school and graduating high school and getting your, between that and 35 years old. Fill that gap in. <laughs> That's interesting because, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, 
to 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 sort of reflect on that because um, I, I I appreciate that question because uh, so um, university I I I I I think what happened was I put all of my energy into 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 study into books into into learning and all that was my only focus it's the only thing that existed because i you know didn't have those connections with uh my family, my, my, you know, that those heart connections with my mother or my father couldn't talk to them about what was, or not that I couldn't. I just felt that I couldn't at that time. So, um, so instead of connecting that way in relationship to family members and loved ones, I connected put all of my power and my heart into my studies. And it's like, that's all that existed in my life. I was just this bookworm. And, um, and so I didn't need to, um, you know what I mean? It's like that part was put on a back burner, but it was always there. It, it had to be healed and dealt with in some way. Otherwise it was going to burst at some point. It had to because it had to express itself. We have to feel it in order to heal it. So I guess, you know, in reflecting, the, the studies in the university allowed it to sit on the back burner for that period of time. What about relationships? Relationships? So relationships, again, are all relationships to the self. I mean, I didn't know that then, but... Um, you know, my relationships, I, I never really had any friends. Never didn't know how to make a friend. Um, even in my relationships with, you know, boyfriends and things. Um, didn't really make a heart connection. There was this, um, I felt like nobody understood me. I felt like I was all alone. And um, really that I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like I didn't exist. But that's not because of them. It was all something inside of me. But I did not know that then. It was when I found myself in the hospital that everything started to unravel. And, you know, the anger came out. I remember screaming at the the doctors and the nurses and whoever came to visit. If anybody ever had, if anybody wanted to tell me how I felt, I'd scream at them because you, I'd say to them, you have no idea. You have no idea what my truth is and what I feel like. So don't tell people because you don't know. So all the anger came, was coming out. And, um, and like I said, in the commanding to be shown another way, when I, you know, finally found myself home from the hospital that that is like the beginning of my healing journey the beginning of my like I came home from the hospital you know hardly able to pour myself a glass of water 
you know, very, very weak. And, um, and at the same time, I had gratitude that I had had no, no sense of, no, no experience of gratitude in this way. I'd see a bird eating a worm in a tree or the sun shining or a child, hearing a child laughing outside. And I had so much gratitude in my heart. I had a whole new appreciation for life and everything around me. And I made this gratitude chain that went around every single room, the living room, up the stairwell, into the bedroom, down the other stairwell, into the kitchen, every single room. And every day I'd have this overwhelming feeling of gratitude for something as simple as being able to pour myself a glass of water, or like I say, the sun shining through the window. And I wrote it down and made this chain, this gratitude chain. And that, oh my God. That feeling wasn't something that you had had prior? No, okay. no. With gratitude, I had a whole different feeling for gratitude it was in my body and my soul appreciation for life like i had never known that was so transformative and it happened spontaneously and organically through the healing process that was catapulted and catalyzed through that quote-unquote near-death experience what actually happened in the hospital where you where you nearly died? You said your liver, your yeah, anger. The liver enzymes went through the roof. So, you know, the anger in the liver, the enzymes went through the roof. And so that's what. And what was the prognosis? What was the expectation with that from the medical standpoint? They, like I said, they said that they'd do their best. So they pumped me full of drugs to uh, bring down the enzymes. And uh, you're here. So that happened. <laughs> that they were but able that, to. Yes, but that or not, but and that that was just simply one aspect of the healing journey. The rest, not that there is a beginning and end. It's eternal. But. What I'm saying is that was the catalyst. That was the beginning, the beginning of the healing journey. My life went on a rocket ship of transformation when I got home. A rocket ship of transformation. Because everything, because I had commanded to be shown another way, all these different healing, alternative healing modalities literally showed up in my life, on my doorstep, in my email, everywhere. And I was guided to follow and be trained and learn these different modalities. And through the exploration of those alternative healing modalities like Reiki, Theta healing, reconnective healing, healing through the horses, the spirit wisdom of the horses, all of that... I found my voice, the voice that was not spoken as a child. And through the finding of the voice, 
I began sharing what was inside of me, writing it down. The books were literally written. They just came out of me onto the paper. I started sharing deep truths inside of me. And that, that changed everything. That changed everything. So it, it, it catapulted the healing. It just, the healing just organically unfolded because I had commanded to be shown another way to heal and transform. And so I was shown. And then so the healing happened organically because I wasn't pointing fingers anymore at people like my mother or my father or anybody. I realized that it was within me. And then so in claiming that power back, that everything is within me, and that the disharmony came from something inside of me, from another lifetime, whatever, it didn't matter. It was just that knowing and realization that it was within me, the healing just simply happened. How overwhelmed were you? I know you commanded to be shown a different way, but sometimes what we ask for and what we get is a little bit different and the process can still be overwhelming. How overwhelming was that? And did you want to study everything or did you just? No. Okay. So tell, fill me no. in on that. No, just what, um, just what I was resonated with. So if, if it's something that I felt, Hey, that, that I, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling guided to learn more about that. Then I would follow it. If I didn't feel that, I wouldn't follow it. So, and that's how meditation showed up. It was very organic. I just found myself sitting on the grass one day, not knowing why I was sitting on the grass. And found myself listening to the birds and feeling the sun, you know, gently kissing my face and hearing laughter and planes and whatever it was. But I was just aware of this, of these, of, of sensory, just aware of it and just noticing it. And that was the very beginning of meditation for me because what happened was I wanted to sit on the grass more. And just be, just simply be, and to just be with what was in the environment without labeling it. Just, just be with it. Feel the grass underneath my feet, you know. Smell the air. Hear the sounds. And that was the beginning, the very, very beginning. Because how I felt after that experience, I felt peaceful. I felt calm. I felt centered. I felt, and it just grew from there. And that's how multidimensional transformative meditation was birthed, was through, that was its very beginnings. And the, the Theta healing, I wasn't, I'm not as familiar with that as I am with Reiki, but that's a meditation healing that yes. works with conventional yes. medicine. So, Oh, and I understand when you got that feeling, you wanted more of that feeling. That part I completely understand. 
So you went through a process. Did it change your teaching and how you work with kids? And oh my God. <laughs> I had a feeling. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Because, because when we have harmonized so much within us, and like I say, like there is no beginning or ending to it. It's, it's eternal. But when we have harmonized so much within us, we are able to share that wisdom with others. I cannot ask a child to speak the truth if I don't speak mine. I can't ask a child to connect with my heart and share what's inside of my heart if I don't do that myself. So everything that I had learned and healed within myself was now a gift to share with, with children, with people. And just incredible, incredible. I, I could just tell you so many stories of uh, being touched by children in, you know, not only receiving the mirrors of what they experienced through my presence, but also their gifts through being open to receive what they were because I had connected with my own gifts. I was able to connect with theirs. Everything is a mirror. So they mirrored to me such beautiful harmony every day. The things they would say to me, they'd say things like you're an angel, you're magical. Because I had, like I said, I had so much inside of me to share with them that I had harmonized within myself. That that is now the gift. That's the gift, and hence the name, the gift within the sacred wound. There's, it's a gift because not that we have to have wounds. That's the old paradigm. So there's another level to it. So within the wound, you know, that early childhood wound, in healing that, the gift is the wisdom gleaned. The wisdom being that the only one that can truly see me, acknowledge me, hear me, love me, accept me fully and completely as myself. And with that, that I had all of my power to heal because I am saying it's all, it's inside of me. It's not something I'm going to find in my mother or my father or my best friend or my lover. It's inside of me. So, that's that that was the gift the gift of self-love that happened organically when I was no longer pointing fingers outside of myself now to go to explain how that's the old paradigm we don't have to manifest disharmony anymore to learn lessons. I have learned how to integrate a lesson in the moment. 
example, teaching last year at school. I had an experience where there was someone in my environment that was showing up in very disharmonious, disharmonious energy. And so with the wisdom in knowing that on some level there was disharmony within myself, in order to experience that disharmony of the other, I am empowered to heal that. If I point a finger at that person, there's three at me. So I know there's something going on inside of me, triggered from a past life. It doesn't matter where it came from. So I use tools that I've learned, tools that have come into my awareness through intuition, whatever, working with the sun, the stars, the earth, angels, you name it, to transform the energy. So I imagine the person and myself wrapped up in a golden sphere of pure light. Each of us are wrapped up in our golden sphere of pure light. And both of us are wrapped up in a larger golden sphere of pure light. And dirty water is being flushed out of their feet and my feet at full force. So all the disharmony that there ever was from any lifetime, because in order for it to show up in this lifetime, it had to happen in another lifetime, that that dirty water is being transformed and it's returned to source. Then I see and visualize, you know, pure light coming down upon both of us. And I see the other person and myself. I visualize with all of my senses them showing up harmoniously and honest to goodness. Watch what changes for you and around you. You will experience a different person because you've harmonized the energy that was shared between you from another lifetime, from whenever. So, so what I'm saying is, is that we do not have to experience disharmony anymore. We can, whether that is physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, we can integrate the healing, the lesson, and the moment. And so I teach people how to do that. Not that there's any right or wrong way to do it, but I've learned a way that works very well for myself, and I share that with people. What was it like reconnecting with your family members after this experience? So, oh, reconnecting with my family members after this experience. You had this near-death experience, yeah. and and, yeah. No. and then... Yes. You have relationships that are not healed. So, but you have changed tremendously. Yes. What was it like connecting with them after this experience? So, so initially, there was still that uh, disconnect. There was that, there, there was that, there just wasn't that heart connection. It was like it was the same that it was before. But over time, as I healed more and more, 
loved myself more and more, accepted myself more and more, transformed more and more on so many levels, so many levels, oh my goodness. Then what happened is my experience of my parents transformed before my eyes. And now my experience of my mother is 180 degrees different. She loves me, accepts me, acknowledges me, empowers me. The things she says to me is nothing like I ever experienced as a child because I healed the relationship to the mother-child within myself. And so I experience a different mother. And also having learned how to hold sacred space for another. So by learning how to hold sacred space for my healing and my journey and having compassion for myself, I was also and am also able to hold sacred space for others and their healing. So by both having healed it within myself, the mother-child relationship within myself, and holding that sacred space from my mother in her healing, that is so incredibly powerful because I am seeing her already loved and already lovable. So that's who I experience. It's, it's, they're coupled together, the sacred space as well as the, the healing, the relationship within. Every single relationship in our lives, whether that is a friend, a family member, a pet, a neighbor, a colleague, a coworker, it doesn't matter. Your health, your health, your spirituality, your personal growth, everything is a relationship to yourself. So you can imagine with that awareness and that you've claimed all your power because you realize that everything is a reflection of what's either harmony or disharmony within yourself. And so you're empowered to heal it because if we're casting blame, healing cannot happen because we're saying it's because of something else outside of ourselves. And it's not. You also talk about you once you allowed the self-love and the self-acceptance, I mean your confidence had to change, like you said, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And relationships not, with other people and I am not the same person. Yeah. I I imagine I'm 180 degrees. Just totally, totally, totally different person. Totally. I could not even how many years ago? 13. Even six years ago, which is not that long ago, I would not, there is absolutely no way I'd be sitting right here talking to you. I wouldn't even be able to look in your eyes if I was sitting beside you. 
I would not be able to connect with you and talk to you and connect, like look at you. I'd look at the floor because I couldn't see myself. Didn't acknowledge myself and my presence. So how could I possibly acknowledge another? So total, total shift, total, complete shift. You would think it's not the same person. Oh, I can imagine. And that's why I asked, because when, when you have the shift within you that's that monumental and you're healing relationships from your past, your relationships moving forward and especially the relationship with yourself is completely different. So yes. self-esteem so and confidence. Yes. Moving yes. forward, how did it change your friendships and relationships? And Oh, just, it's, it's, inc- it's so, I could write books, books on that. You know, it's like, even like in past, past relationships where I would, you know, somebody would ask me on a date and I would go out with them just because they asked me. Now it's like, it's like I love myself so deeply and honor and respect myself so deeply that if I don't feel a deep, like, resonance and a, a vibration that is similar, that is aligned with my vibration, that is of a conscious relationship, not karmic, conscious relationship, where the relationship is based in evolution, in helping in empowering each other on their journeys, I... I like I, I, I wouldn't, I would not, I would not say yes unless that's what it is. It's like, it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like you, 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 you realize and you embody the worth of the gift that you are, that you deserve the love that you are, that you bring to the world. You deserve to to be seen and heard and received and empowered as you are that yourself. And so if I'm not feeling that from the individual, I do not go out with them just because they asked me out. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in a conscious, loving, empowering, romantic relationship that is based in evolution, evolution of the planet. So it's, it's incredible. The people I attract in my life are loving, empowering, that see me, that see the gift that I am because I see the gift that I am. Exactly as I am. It's incredible. When did you start hearing people speak to you differently? Oh, everything, everything, yes. Because it's a reflection. So the things they say to you are so, oh my God, they're just beautiful things, empowering things. They see the light, they see your magic, they see your gifts, they see how you are of service. And some of them don't have words to explain, but they don't need the words because they feel it, you know? 
teachers will walk in my classroom and they'll say things like, I don't have words to explain what I feel. I just feel it. And it's like I can see it with, I can see it in the children and how they transform from September to December and from December to spring. They're different children because you bring the magic out in them. You bring their gifts out in them because that's all you see. So the things that people say to me is just so touching both in the children and in, you know, adults. And it's married in the animals too. Animals just totally gravitate to me. They just will, I'll be walking in the forest and the, the pet will run away from the owner and come running up to me because they connect with that purity of heart. Was that a surprise to you? Was it shocking? Did you have a hard time transitioning to that? Were the voices loud? What What do you mean? When you heard animals speaking to you, and you heard everything speaking to you, and you when you heard, oh. was that a tough adjustment or was it welcome and easy? Oh no, it was it was very very easy. Um, it because. I guess because uh, I experienced it as, I'd say, a young adult. However, I did not know at that time what a gift that was. To me, that was just my world. So, for instance, my, my dog, who I had for 17 years that I spoke of earlier, that's now one of my spirit guides. You know, she would say to me when I was at school teaching, she says, Mommy, hurry up and get home. You're gone too long. I'm going to knock all the plants over. Hurry up, get home. And I would come home and all the plants would be knocked over. So to me, that's the way I communicated. I did not know that that was anything special. That was my world. And so it was not... It was not like powerful energy that was bothersome because it was just so natural to me. So I feel it's a gift I've had for many lifetimes and that it, uh, it was only when she came back in the form of the horse, in the form of a horse of the same name to tell me that that was one of the many gifts that I was bringing forth in this lifetime too and to explore it that I realized what a gift that that was or is. We started by talking about your website and what you do. Tell me how people, the easiest, or tell me the, the way people find you and work with you and you just connect. You said that animals are your ideal client. They would probably be my ideal client also, I have to say. Um, talk to me about working with you. Um, people find, you know, find me, uh, yes, through my website, but it seems like it's more through, um, through connecting 
So I'm finding that the more I share, the more I share, whether that's through writing books, stories and articles, and sharing that with the world, um, that it seems to be through those shares and word of mouth. So somebody find me finds me through reading my book, contact, contacts me that way and wants a personal healing session. And uh, they tell their friends and, you know, so I get people through word of mouth. Um, I, um, I really would invite that, you know, my, 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 my vision, my dream is that the consciousness of what I'm bringing forth to the world reaches a global audience. So I have visions of myself sitting, you know, on a platform with an auditorium full of people and I'm sharing I'm sharing wisdom. I'm sharing deep inner truths. I'm sharing powerful tools to 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 harmonize energy. I'm I'm sharing all of this. You know, that which was written in the books, but you know, it it's again it's organic. So even the audience whatever I'm sharing with them would be for their highest potential it, through their transformation empowerment. It would be organic, whatever I was sharing with them, just like my just like my personal and group session journeys are. So I see and visualize and imagine it reaching a global audience. That's my dream. That's my dream. So I I feel that it is it's happening. It's already happening. <laughs> But it's um, it's also there's an aspect of surrender in that. It's like it's not trying to, because trying creates more trying. So it's not trying to reach that audience. It's really allowing them to find me. So that's what I'm inviting for. You know, that's what I'm inviting for. Sort of the next unfoldment in my path is to really reach a global audience. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Mm. I really appreciate you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to get naked with us. If you'd like to bear it all with me, get in touch. Your story is unique and valuable. Let's show it off.